Hey everybody, this is Dimmick Robertson and Cal Burgess, and we are with Custom Insured. And a, uh, a little quick background on who Custom Insured is. Uh, we're a health insurance brokerage, um, and really what our, uh, our goal and our deal is that uh, we've created a new level of coverage, something we're calling Health Insurance 2.0. Uh, and the idea with this coverage is to eliminate a lot of the uh, legacy issues that small businesses and self-employed individuals are dealing with when it comes to health insurance. A uh, big part of our platform is education. You know, obviously, we're doing this video for those that are watching or a podcast for those that are listening. Um, so, you know, education is a big part of what we do. We create podcast videos. You know, we want to teach people uh, these concepts and put out as much uh, content as we can. Uh, so we'll get a little bit more into the company, um, you know, as we kind of go through here. But uh, first and foremost, let me uh, kind of give Cal an opportunity to talk and, um, you know, tell a little bit about kind of who we're speaking to here uh, with what we do and what we offer. All right. Well, thanks, Dimmick. Well said. Um, yeah, just to echo on what he's saying, um, we designed Health Insurance 2.0 to address a lot of these ongoing issues that small businesses have seen over the last decade. Um, if you remember, all this started back in 2010, so it's been quite some time for you know um, a lot of these, what we refer to as legacy issues, how they are ongoing. So um, essentially, we're, we're speaking to uh, different people out there. In other words, there's certain demographics that we can help out um, and show them viable solutions to what they have in place. And those are small businesses, typically from two to three employees, all the way to 30 employees or less, of course. Um, these are the uh, small business, or the size of small businesses that are really being exposed the most. They're the ones with the hit with the highest uh, renewal rates, which we'll get into later on. And uh, um, it's very difficult to, to sustain those those price increases or those premium increases over the years. So we want to show how to really stabilize those. And then we also want to talk to self-employed individuals or subcontractors. Uh, maybe there's a, a small family business that we can show you how to uh, minimize your, your premium exposure, lower your deductibles. And of course, uh, um, again, subcontractors. Um, what's great about subcontractors and the family businesses that we work with is that you're not going to be pigeonholed through health insurance or, excuse me, um, the exchange or healthcare.gov. Uh, you're going to have PPO options instead of just a couple of doctors available through an HMO. So we can find viable PPO options for family businesses, families that are just self-employed, that don't use the business to pay their premium, and of course, subcontractors. So the so, uh, um, yeah, kind of the common thread of, um, of the groups that we can help are the smaller groups. And, and the reason is because smaller groups have a much larger exposure to these issues that are going on. You know, the big companies of thousands or even hundreds, the things really haven't changed a whole lot for them. So, you know, what, what it is kind of going on, what are some of the trends that uh, we're helping people to address and kind of talking about? Um, let's take a look here a little bit at the stats. So, you know, Cal, you kind of touched on it a minute ago that the cost, you know, that's probably the number one issue for small businesses are the, uh, the big renewal premiums. Would you agree with that or just the cost for PPO coverage anymore? Absolutely. I mean, 
a lot of small businesses can see a renewal coming around on the second or third year by anywhere from you know 15 to 25 percent depending on you know what kind of um what kind of a claim they had to experience so a company of 10 employees um, it can be uh, quite expensive if one of the employees becomes sick because you only have nine other sets of premium that are trying to offset that cost. Well, part so of what yeah, stinks too is you never you never get away from that exposure either, right? I mean, think of that that business that you're just working with right now. Um, you know, how long have they had their same plan for? It was like 20 years, wasn't it? You know, and it was going well, and then just one year out of the blue, right? Oh, it was company out of Houston and uh, they have been with their group health plan for some some time I mean for several years now they did change it once or twice in the past but they've had the same type of plan for as long as they can remember and even their plan was grandfathered in which should have gave all the you know um, protections against all these rising premiums that wasn't the case there's one up as well so um, we were able to go in there um, just basically um, you know, show a few different options for the employees. In this case, there was those who are on Medicare and a group health plan that um, for employees over 65 is almost always much more expensive that way. And then, of course, the under 65 market where, you know, there was an employees that just wanted uh, regular coverage moving forward. And there was other employees that, you know, wanted maternity. So we're able to, you know, to uh, construct the perfect coverage for them and save them quite a bit of premium moving forward, which is, you know, relief that they hadn't seen in years. Yeah, so ultimately it was a customized approach, which, you know, again, that, that's uh, the whole way that we go about it. And for those of you that can kind of see the numbers here, you know, on the cost of a PPO plan, you know, average family PPO plan is, uh, you know, eighteen to $20,000 a year. And the employers are covering a big portion of that. But, um, this the cost it's so extreme um not only the cost you know what do we got the deductibles too so you know on the other hand yeah people may have coverage or think they have good coverage and then you know when they have to actually go to use it the, the average employee you know who who has 3500 bucks to just come up to cover their health insurance deductible the average person doesn't you know that's a that's a that's another big burden too right um you know, one of the things that uh, we, we do with the coverage and the approach that we take is to try to eliminate or, um, you know, even minimize at least these deductibles. But just another issue, you know, you got huge premiums, uh, big deductibles. You, know, you have any uh, kind of input or commentary on that of your own, Cal? Um, you know, what we're seeing a lot with these smaller companies or small businesses is that their deductibles are going up steadily, you know, uh, over the last five or seven years. Um, you know, usually with the same percentages or premiums going up. So, you know, that example you gave of a $3,500 deductible, that's on the low end. There's a lot of like a silver plan. You could have a $7,000 deductible or out-of-pocket maximum of over $9,000. And most employees simply just don't have that. And the employers are being forced to take these higher deductible plans to again, try to offset that exposure of those rising premiums, which have gone up about 71%. So, and then on top of all that, you know, let's take a minute to talk about the whole, uh, you know, HMO versus PPO, you know, for the sake of uh, savings and then cutting costs, a lot of companies are going to HMO plans. Uh, for those of you 
those of you out there that don't know the distinction, the PPO plans is really what you want. It gives you access to any facility, any provider, whereas an HMO plan is more limited. Uh, it's a lower cost in exchange, but you have a list of providers you can go to. And if you're outside of the network, you know, you're, you're on your own. So, um, you know, how many more companies are going to HMO plans just, again, for the sake of, of saving and people are having to change their doctors, right? I mean, we hear those stories all the time. Yeah, that's true. We do. And we're hearing that from especially subcontractors and uh, small family businesses. Um, depending on what kind of a group health plan you have put together, um, you know, it's going to depend on, or if you're offered coverage, it's going to depend on how you structure your employees throughout the company. Well, if you have four owners and they're all kind of, you know, subcontractors that all have mutual interests and say, I don't know, a DBA or an LLC, um, they're not going to be able to find a group health plan with most other companies because you have to be structured as all employees under that plan. So uh, one of the advantages that we bring to the table is that we can sit down with that subcontractor now and say, hey, you don't have to go to healthcare.gov. You're not forced to take on that HMO or that HMO network where you're going to have access to maybe two or three specialists within Central Texas and, of course, usually um, nowhere else allowed outside of those couple of specialists where we can upgrade that subcontractor and give them a dual PPO network that extends nationwide, you know, hundreds of thousands of different options if and when the time ever comes. And that's a game changer. And then on top of that, be able to lower their premium where they were in an HMO um, uh, plan and turn all that into a PPO plan for a lower premium. So that, that's kind of the, um, the power of, you know, customizing these plans the way they are. And, you know, ultimately kind of where are we here in the market? You know, these these traditional plans that have been around for you know decades and decades well, everything changed in 2010. You know, when Obamacare is introduced, for better or worse, it, it changed the market. You have an outside force uh, pushing on a, um, you know, on a market. So something abnormal is going to happen, which are all these things that we're talking about. So these traditional plans, you know, their package is kind of a, a one size fits all. Ultimately, you know, it doesn't really end up fitting most people. You know, they're trying to cram coverage people into plans that. Again, it, it doesn't work for most people and, um, you know, kind of a new approach is needed. So that's where we you know, came up with the whole concept of this health insurance 2.0. This is a reoccurring pattern that we were seeing in the field for years. Um, you know, we would uh, drive out to as far as Houston to run appointments to all the way down to uh, Corpus Christi, back down to way south Texas, all across the, you know, almost every direction. And we started meeting with a lot of people and started seeing, you know, consistencies of what was happening. So, um, you know, kind of uh, is what, well, that's what gave us the direction to start this all up. And of course, there was a change of regulation as well. So um, part of what, what was happening is that these plans have always been there, like Dimmick was saying, before the, uh, the Affordable Health Care Act. They were just, uh, um, you know, in certain areas that isn't really prevalent for group health plans. So they may be out in the uh, rural areas or the outskirts of cities or, you know, within smaller towns. So these plans have always been there. It just wasn't until recently that they saw these surge of premium increases from the Affordable Health Care Act plans that 
everyone started looking for relief. Well, truth be told, we weren't able to really offer these plans until January of 2019 when they lowered the tax mandate penalty down to zero dollars, which gives us all the power that we have today to be able to offer viable alternatives for small businesses. Prior to that, uh, you risked a big penalty if you were to make any moves. Now all that's off the table. So our goal was to try to um, echo this message as loud as we could saying, hey, you know, there are solutions if you customize these plans and show how, um, you know, all the moving parts come together and how it lowers your out-of-pocket expense and it lowers your premiums and it gives you the dual PPO plans, uh, whether you're a family, an individual, or a small business. So that's where a lot of this, uh, through that change of regulation into what we were seeing with other people out, you know, in the field and, you know, the outskirts of town or maybe even in the rural areas, um, you know, that was a lot of the message we were hearing and that's where all this came from. And that's where we started educating everyone, uh, creating that podcast, bringing everyone up to speed about how you can customize your solutions, control your renewal rates and actually give um, you know, the employee, what they deserve from day one is a true benefit. Now, when you're changing plans from carrier to carrier every single year, it actually is almost like a burden out there. Uh, we want to reverse this. We want the employees to realize that they have a true benefit and how all that comes together. And of course, uh, integrated to um, give you several options within the pandemic. So, yeah, we've definitely uh, come a long way, you know, from, uh, you know, knocking doors, so to speak, in, in rural small town Texas, where we are to, you know, developing and building this approach and, and recognizing what's going on um, to, you know, now focusing on, on small businesses, uh, as you mentioned earlier, even up to 30 people. And a big part of it is, you know, really what we try to do with our coverage is to sell concepts. Um, so by that, we mean, you know, lower, no deductible. That, that's a pretty, pretty straightforward concept. PPO network. So you can go to any doctor, um, you know, low co-pays, um, you know, all, all these things to where it, it, the idea is that we mix and match the coverage to fulfill these concepts, uh, which allows us to kind of build things from the ground up versus, you know, the traditional solutions where, you know, really, when you look between all the companies, uh, how much difference is there really, you know, if you're looking uh, between all the big boys, their, their plans are pretty much the same uh, and the pricing is pretty much the same and, and the limited options you have are pretty much the same. So, um, you know, and, and Cal also was touching there on the employees. Now that we have kind of transitioned more on the small business mindset, you know, uh, the employees are, of course, front and, front and center. Um, you know, and something else that we're always keeping in mind here is, you know, well, what kind of impact is health coverage having on the employees? Um, and for those of that, the, uh, those of you that can see the video here, we have a little graph showing, you know, I think everybody out there knows what uh, wages have been like, right? It's been fairly stagnant in the past several years, uh, but certain costs keep going up, don't they? And health insurance being there right at the top of the line. So, uh, you know, that's a big part of what drives us is, you know, if we can lower the, the company's premiums, you know, they can effectively give their employees a raise. Not only that, but if we can set up coverage that has no deductible or very low deductible, people don't have a huge exposure, you know, if and when they actually have to use that coverage. Uh, you got any kind of commentary you want to throw in on that, Cal? 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so another way to look at all what Dimmick is talking about is that the plans have become very generic today. You know, they were never intended to be that way, but, you know, right out the bat when, or right off the bat, when Obamacare, the Affordable Health Care Act started in 2010, the claims were through the roof. So um, these increasing costs created kind of a ripple effect, so to speak, and a lot of these plans became, you know, very, very generic. You know, you took what Dimmick said earlier to his point of there's not much transparency between one company or another when you're dealing with these type of plans, and it's true. I mean, if you think about it, the only difference between a bronze plan and a gold plan is the size of the deductible and the size of the premium. Outside of that, they're pretty much identical. So there, there's no maneuvering. All you can do is, you know, shift the weight over to the deductible or you shift the weight back over to the premium. And there's right, no give customize, and take. Right? We always use the example of the, the kid that has pregnancy coverage, right? <laughs> you know, on those uh, know, cut traditional plan, people have their uh, their dependence on their plan, right? And, um, you know, when the, with the one size fits all plan, coverage is, is included for every or, uh, pregnancy coverage is included for everybody, even the kids. You know, why, why would they need to pay for that extra coverage or, uh, you know, even 20 somethings aren't, they, you know, they're not getting colonoscopies and things like that. You know, why why should they have coverage that has benefits that they don't they're not going to use or need? I mean, it just it pushes the cost up and just. You know, it, it bloats the whole process, and that's that's why those plans. You know, one of the reasons why those plans is don't work for a lot of people. This is true, yeah. So, um, you know, you made you made the uh, point about the dependent. You know, taking a closer look at that, if you have a twelve-year-old male dependent, there's no need whatsoever to have maternity coverage on that. You can instead take that credit and pat it towards a uh, deductible requirement, or you know, help pull the. Uh, uh, pull the premiums down. So there's there's about a dozen or so ways to structure the coverage based on what the employees need, and that's where the uh, the true benefit of that health insurance 2.0 comes from. Right, the whole customization. Right, that's so that's what it's all about. Um, you know, building the coverage based on the company or the individual versus you know shoehorning everyone into a a one size fits all package. Um, you know, and another thing we, we kind of mentioned earlier that a big component of what we do is the education. I mean, we, we believe that it's all well and good to have, you know, great coverage. But if you don't, you know, if you don't understand how to use it or you can't, you know, you can't really maximize the benefits. And, um, you know, especially when it comes to health insurance, there's a million questions and a million things that most people don't ever want to have to learn. So, uh, you know, that's why we're doing what we do. Uh, also, to the extent, you know, we're showing you here a... Uh, our homepage, you know, we have a lot of great info and content on here. You know, we have podcasts, videos, YouTube page, you know, all that good stuff. But one thing that we've really done, you know, also for the sake of transparency too, is we, we have an online quote engine right on our website. Uh, as far as we know, this is not something you can get anywhere else. Uh, so if you're a, um, an individual or even a small group, you can go right on our website and get a, a quote within just a few minutes, two minutes on average. Uh, you have the plans listed here, you go through, and um, you know it'll spit out a price at the end. If you like the price you see, you can set the coverage up right through the site. So, you know, we wanna try to make it as seamless. Um, and you know, these days people wanna uh, want to be able to do things easier and uh, people, you know, a lot of people don't, don't uh, relish human interaction as much as others. So, 
you know, just another way that we're trying to, um, you know, bring health insurance into the 21st century. Uh, we do have a bunch of other podcasts and uh, videos that we're going to follow up with this one. Um, so just before we kind of sign off, Kai, you have any uh, kind of parting comments or any commentary you want to put out there for people? Um, yeah. So, you know, just kind of telling off on what Dimmick said, we wanted to put our best foot forward and we wanted to show you how our premiums compare to what you're paying. Uh, when you bug, when you open up those schedules of coverage and you take a look at them, it'll be pretty evident um, the uh, the difference in quality right off the bat. So it has to do with how it's structured from the ground up. You know, you can't put um, a person who's 60 years old in the same type of a policy, you know, for someone who's, say, 19 or 18 years old. They don't need the same things. Um, and well, we want to make sure that they both have great coverage, but it needs to be structured to what your needs are. So for those of y'all out there that have listened or watched, uh, we do very much appreciate the time. Hopefully uh, we were able to provide you some enlightenment or that hopefully we are able to provide you some enlightenment. Um, you know, again, we, we want to try to help people just show them the options and uh, you know, just put as much content as we can. So feel free to reach out if you have any questions. You know, we have our contact info here at the top of the page. Uh, you can also email us at support at custominsured.com. Uh, that's all for now. We'll uh, we'll sign off there, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you guys again on the next.